0: You're about to listen to another inspiring word from House on the Rock Church, the London Lighthouse. For more information and interaction with House on the Rock, please visit our website on hotr.org.uk. Exodus 2 verse 1 to verse 4. And a man of the house of Levi went and took as wife a daughter of Levi. So the woman conceived and bore a son, and when she saw that he was a beautiful child, she hid him three months. But when she could no longer hide him, she took an ark of bulrushes for him and dubbed it with absalt and pitch, and put the child in it, and laid it in the reeds by the river's bank and his daughter stood afar off to know what would be done to him. Backdrop to this story, Pharaoh had been killing every male child of the Israelites because he was afraid of their growth and their multiplication. And the truth be told, this strategy has not been upgraded. Satan still continues to use this strategy. We see this uh, even in the New Testament when he learned uh, uh, that Jesus was to be born. Uh, then uh, if a type of Pharaoh in Herod sent out people to start killing children in, in, in order to kill Jesus. God, but God is always able to keep his own. Satan has been trying to take you out. Satan has been trying to snuff you out. But God's got you. But God's going to protect you. But God's going to preserve you. Because you have a purpose. Moses' mother therefore, knowing what was happening, saw this baby boy and hid him. She hid him to protect him, she hid him to preserve him, but then it says that she was only able to hide him for three months, there came a time when he could be hidden no more. There came a time he could no longer be hidden. Can I talk to somebody this Sunday morning? You've been hidden for so long. Hidden under situations and circumstances. Hidden under your problems. Hidden under your pain. Hidden under somebody else's shadow. Hidden under all sorts of things. But there comes a time when you can no longer be hidden. Can I get away? Ah, yes. And the simple subject of my meditation this Sunday morning is no longer hidden. Tell your neighbor, no longer hidden. I'm no longer hidden. In the mighty name of Jesus, it's your time to emerge. Mighty Father, help me. I yield my members. I yield myself over to you cause my tongue to be as the pen of the ready writer that I may describe upon the hearts of the men and women here your living truth and that by reason of that truth we'll be elevated to a new level of experience with you thank you Lord for unveilings thank you Lord for emergence thank you Lord for yokes destroyed and burdens lifted thank you Lord for a new day indeed in Jesus' mighty name we pray and the people said aloud Amen Come on, shout amen. Amen. And as you take your seats, once again, just say no longer hidden. I will no longer be hidden. Amen. Hallelujah. There is a call of God on your life. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what your circumstance is right now, but I came this Sunday morning to remind you, if you forgot, that there is a call of God upon your life. Why did you go through the fire and you were not consumed? Why did you go through the flood and you did not drown? Why did you survive that test and that trial, that odious temptation? Why did you go through what you went through and still you are here? Oh yes, it's because of his mercy and his unfailing love towards you, but ultimately, if you are still here, it means there is more. (laughs) it's because there's a calling on your life. I wanted to throw in the towel. I wanted to call it quits. I wanted to walk out on the game. I wanted to tap out. I wanted to surrender. I wanted to say, enough is enough. I'm done. I'm tired. But something kept me am I talking to anybody this Sunday morning Uh, and I found out that it's because there's a calling on my life can't shake it how do you know that a dream is from God it's not because you don't let go of the dream It's because the dream won't let go of you you can walk out on the dream and it walks out on you and it isn't from God. But when a dream is from God, it won't let you go. You can't shake it off. Try to abort the vision. Try to forget the dream. Try to downsize the aspiration and exchange it with something else try to do a Jonah and go in an opposite direction but it would not let you go, it would not let me go. There's a calling upon your life. I know sometimes it doesn't feel like it but it's still the truth, there's a calling of God. Upon your life and I want to talk to you a little bit about that calling I want to let you know that the calling on your life is not a calling to be hidden but it is rather a calling to arise and to shine. Isaiah chapter 60, we've read it multiple times, verse one down to three. It says, Arise and shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Darkness shall cover the land and gross darkness shall cover the people, but the glory of the Lord shall be seen upon you. Gentiles shall come to your light and kings shall come to the brightness of your rising. Can I prophesy to somebody this Sunday morning that you are called to arise and to shine that even in the midst of this present darkness and gross darkness you are meant to arise and to shine your calling is not to be hidden, your calling is to shine, come and tell your neighbor I'm going to shine Gonna shine, I'm gonna shine. Type it in the feed on Facebook, YouTube. I'm going to shine. You are not called to be hidden, you are called to arise and to shine. So Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2 says to us, uh, I beseech you therefore, brethren, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that you might prove the good, the acceptable, and the perfect will of God oh my Jesus so God says that you are not called to conform you are called to transform you are not called to be hidden you are called Ah, to arise and to shine. Ah. Oh, stop conforming to the norm. Stop conforming to the world. That's not your assignment. That's not your calling. Your calling is to transform your world. Listen, you are not called to be the camouflage in the backdrop of the background some, somewhere. You are not called to be unseen. You are actually called to be seen. If you believe it, what I'm saying, come and shout amen. And so, in the book of Matthew, chapter 5, verse 13 to 16, we read, you are the salt of the earth, and if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled trampled under the foot by men. You are the light of the world, a city that is set upon a hill cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp. and." hide it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all those who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Can I tell somebody this Sunday morning, reiterating this scripture, you are the salt of the earth. You are meant to give flavor and taste to the world. Let me put it this way you are meant to make a difference in your family make a difference in your home make a difference in your office make a difference in your field make a difference for your boss make a difference you are salt if salt no longer gives flavor then it is cast out it didn't just say you are the salt of the world of the earth it says you are the light of the world we've understood what the world is that is the systems and structures of men you are meant to be light even in the world you are not of the world but you are sent into the world to be light for the world without you this world will remain in darkness but the world knows that you are the light the world is waiting for your emergence your emergence like I preached last week Sunday is an emergency You are the light of the world. You are called to shine and not to be hidden. No one lights a lamp and puts it under a basket, but they put it on the lampstand so that the light can be seen. Can I talk to somebody this Sunday? God did not light you up to hide you. God did not light you up to hide you. (laughs) God did not bring you through what he brought you through without a grand purpose. God did not. Did you hear what I'm saying? I said, God did not bring you through what he's brought you through without a grand purpose. God is not about to waste your pain. And you've got to agree with God and stop wasting your pain because your pain is the key to your gain your pain produces power he didn't allow you go through that storm for nothing he went you, let you go through that storm so you have a life ja- changing testimony is anybody hear me what I'm saying you are not meant to be hidden you are meant to to shine there are no meaningless details or events in your life he works all things together for your good even that misery that you went through was the birth and place of ministry <laughs> Even that pain was the in place of, is anybody hearing what I'm saying? The test was the in place of your testimony. No meaningless details, he's working it together for your good. You are not called to be hidden, but to arise and to shine. I've realized now that my pain is actually the secret sauce for my story and my glory. <laughs> What I went through is what actually qualifies me to be an effective minister in other people's lives. I know we like to hide our pain, but can I talk to somebody this Sunday morning that in your pain is your power. Stop hiding your pain. Tell the world about your pain, but then tell the world how God intervened in that pain and made you better, made you stronger, made you faster. If you believe me what I'm saying, come and show you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's your time to shine. God did not call you to be hidden. God called you to arise and to shine. But before we totally vilify being hidden, we must remember that there is a time for everything and a purpose for every time. So there is indeed a time to be hidden. And I know that no one in this current generation really wants to be hidden. We live in a day and an age where the young generations don't like being hidden. The young generation, the generations around us all want to be seen. Everybody's on TikTok, real, Instagram, Insta this, Insta that. The world went into panic when Facebook, WhatsApp, and Instagram shut down for a few hours. Some people were like, life support has been turned down now. Because this generation is all about being seen. Everyone wants to be a public figure. Uh, Everyone wants a million followers. It's almost become a badge of acclaim now. I have. It's this many thousand people following me on Instagram. I've got uh, fifty thousand. I've got hundred thousand on YouTube. I've got five hundred thousand. YouTube's paying me now because I've got so many followers. Is, is anybody hear me? What I'm saying? And if you ain't following me yet on any of those platforms, I don't know what you're waiting for. <laughs> Hallelujah. Follow me as I follow Christ. Hallelujah. Everybody wants a million followers, but if everyone is leading, who will follow? If everyone is a the leader, then who are the followers? But the true oxymoron is that every true leader must be a follower. So sometimes I'm not interested in how many people are following you, I'm interested in who are you following. Because who you are following tells me a lot about you. It, 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 you know, we, we British, you know, we don't follow people easy. We, we, we don't follow people easy. We're very, very scrutinous about who we follow. I talk to people, say, ah, oh, Pastor, I really like that post you put out on Instagram was really good. I said which one? He tells me the one. I said that's great. So you're following me? Silence. (laughs) Well, Well well I see your posts. But I I haven't quite found the strength, the time. You know it takes so much time to get on Instagram and click that follow. But, I mean, it's it's so, it's hard work, Pastor, so I just watch what you're doing. You know what they call that? They call it stalking. (laughs) Monitoring everybody. Because we don't follow easy. You know, there there are people that follow easy. All you need to do is, certain cultures, all you need to do is post one wise statement. And they follow. But we, we, we here, you know, we British, you've got you to gotta post like 200 life-changing statements. You know, you've got to shake our world before we say, okay, 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 now I'll follow you. Everybody wants to be a leader. Nobody wants to be a follower. But the true measure of your leadership is actually who are you following? Oh, I'm following Jesus. Hey, yes, I'm following Jesus too, but it is still the prime apostle Paul that says, "Follow me," as I follow Christ. So there is still a place for following leaders that God has placed in, 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 in placed on the earth for us. It, it's convenient to say you are following a God that you cannot see. It is the, the test in your, is in your ability to follow the leaders that you can see. Who would test your true Christian character? Who would test your patience? Who would test your endurance? Who would test the fruit of the Spirit in your life? Because those things don't get tested, but in relationship. A lot of people are convenient now with just staying online. But they don't realize that there are certain tests that grow you that's not going to happen online. It's only going to happen in real interpersonal interactions. Everyone wants to be on the news. Everybody wants to be a New York Times bestseller, recognized on all media platforms. No one wants to be hidden, even for a season. But there is a time to be hidden, there is purpose in hiding. The baby is hidden in the womb for nine months before its exposure to the world. There is a time to be hidden. There is a purpose in your hiding. God hides you on purpose and for purpose. If God is hiding you, it's on purpose and it is for a purpose. Our God is a hiding God that hides things and hides people on purpose and for purpose And for a season. Ah, yes. We are often restless in our hiding season, but we must learn to endure our hiding season till the time appointed for our emergence. The hiding is for your good and not for your hurt. Listen, the spotlight is unforgiving. Everybody wants the spotlight until they get into it. Because when you're in the spotlight, it's not just the things you want seen that will be seen. Even the things you don't necessarily want the world to see, you're going to see it now. You're in the spotlight. It's unforgiving. God is a hiding God that hides things and people on purpose and for purpose. Woo. <laughs> Okay, my singers, my singers, my speakers, have you, have you ever listened to a recording of yourself? <laughs> after you finished speaking, preaching, or singing, and while you were speaking, preaching, or singing, you you like, my goodness, whoo! I'm hitting it, I'm turning the world around, I'm delivering to the, everybody. They recorded it send it to your box, you opened, you pressed play, and you cringed at what you were listening to. No, you you were convinced that the recording was sabotaged by somebody because I definitely could not have sounded this way. I know I sounded better. The spotlight is unforgiving. A lot of the time, what you think you sound like in your head is not really what you sound out in reality, sound like in reality. So if you are going to be serious about your craft, you are going to have to painfully listen to yourself again. I do not enjoy listening to myself again, even me. <laughs> there are times I press play on that thing, and I oh God. You really said that? Why did you say that? Why did you say it that way? Oh, my Pastor, tell me. But that's the only way I'm going to grow. And now I've learned to appreciate the years of being hidden. Where I stumbled, where I said the wrong things in the wrong way, where I didn't have the right tone, where it was a mismatch where everything was convoluted, but I was hidden. So you didn't get to see all of that. Now you are seeing a somewhat refined version that's still being refined. Are you hearing me what I'm saying? There is value in being hidden. Listen to what he says. He says, if the princes of this world had known, they would not have crucified The Lord of glory. So, it was hidden from the princes of this world. God hid it on purpose and for purpose. Because he knew that if he had unveiled it too early, if he had unveiled it prematurely, then the princes of this world would not have crucified the Lord of glory. And if they had not crucified the Lord of glory, then there would have been no substitutional sacrifice for us, delivering us from our sins. So God had to hide it until the time appointed. What is the time appointed? The time appointed is the time when it is too late to do anything about it. He was already crucified. He had already risen from the dead before they realized that their evil antiques was actually part of the master plan. I want to tell somebody this Sunday morning, God is hiding you on purpose. I know you're frustrated with the hiding, but he's doing it on purpose because it's not time yet. There is such a thing as premature exposure. He's hiding you so that you are protected, so that you are preserved. He wants to only unveil you at that point in time when there is nothing anybody can do about it. If you believe me what I'm saying, come and shout, yeah! So God is not hiding it, listen, God is not hiding it from you, he is hiding it for you. It's not from, it's for you. Ah yes, if he exposed it too early, you would have been taken out of the game before you reached your prime, so he hid you. Uh, The baby is hidden in the womb for 40 weeks on purpose uh, because it cannot yet handle the pressures of the external world, so it's hidden, it's cocooned, it's incubated within the womb. This is why the premature baby is at great risk because it is exposed before it is ready. And therefore we now have to start using all sorts of means to still protect that baby in an incubator and do this and do that the other because it was premature. Can I tell somebody, don't be premature. Don't come out before it's your time. Don't expose yourself before it is time for you to be exposed because you might now find out you don't have what it takes to handle the pressures that come with such exposure, the baby does not determine when it will be birthed, ah yeah, it's not the baby that says I'm coming out now, there are other factors that determine when the baby will be birthed, so you do not really determine when you will be birthed, when you will be emerge, you might be getting restless in the womb, but when it's time, God knows it's time. When it's time, nothing can stop you, you are going to come out. Somebody shout, Amen. One of my daughters in the Lord is in that season right now, very close to giving birth. And guess what happens when you are around the season of delivery? You start to get frustrated because you are heavy, you are roly-poly, you are struggling to sleep right, to walk right, to sit right. No position is comfortable and you say, "Ah, please, can I just be delivered? But guess what, God's time is the best time As frustrated as you are A true believer needs to learn how to live with the frustration But can I tell you that when it is time No one can stop an idea whose time has come I came to prophesy to somebody It's your time It's your time So he hides you to protect you Psalms 17, verse 8 and 9, keep me as the apple of your eye, hide me under the shadow of your wings, Ah, from the wicked who oppress me and from my deadly enemies who surround me. Psalm 27 and verse 5, for in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion, in the secret place of his tabernacle. He shall hide me. He shall set me high upon a rock. Psalms 57 and verse 1, be merciful to me O God, be merciful to me for my soul trusts in you. In the shadow of your wings I will make my refuge until these calamities have passed by, why God is hiding you. Hiding you from COVID-19. Hiding you from all sorts of troubles. All sorts of crazy things. He's hiding you. Don't come out of hiding until he tells you that it's time to come out of hiding. Psalms 91, verse 1 and 2. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is is my refuge and my fortress, my God in Him will I trust. So many people want to get out from under the shadow. You don't need to get out from under the shadow, it's protecting you, it's protecting you from heat, it's protecting you from rain, it's preserving you. Oh, yes. I remember my many years serving under my pastor in the city of Abuja many years ago and I knew I had a call of God upon my life. I knew I was called to do great things and it got frustrating being pregnant with that call yet not having any exposure or room to perform or manifest the call. But I did not appreciate Uh, that my pastor was, his shadow was protecting me, (laughs) that he was taking the heat for me, oh my goodness, that he was taking the cold for me, that he was the umbrella that the rain was falling upon, yeah, and I was still feeling dry and dandy, anointed and gifted, cold and mighty, uh, but then finally, it was time to be sent to go and serve in the leadership position, and my eyes opened, and I said, oh my goodness. God. So this was what my covering was enduring. So this was what my covering was getting through. Now I have to be the shadow caster for others. And sometimes they don't appreciate the shadow I'm casting. But I know better because I've been there. I've done that. I've got the t-shirt. Is there anybody grateful to God for hiding them this Sunday morning? If you are grateful that God hid you even when you didn't understand it God hid you even when you couldn't comprehend it God hid you even when you thought that it was your time God hid you because he knows best best he hid you to protect you the hiding therefore is a blessing the hiding is to prepare you and so in Exodus chapter 33, verse 18 to 23 or so, Moses comes to God and says, show me your glory. God says, you found favor with me. I want to show you my glory. But guess what? I can't show, you to, show it to you just like that. Because if I show it to you just like that, you can't take it. You can't take it. Allah, please just quickly help me with this. Thank you. You can't take it so I'm going to just I'm going to hide you he said I'm going to hide you in the cleft of the rock I, 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 and then I will pass by you <laughs> you won't see me but you will see my back <laughs> oh yes because there's revelation in the hiding <laughs> Uh, who wrote Genesis in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth and the earth was without form and void and darkness covered the face of the deep and the spirit of God hovered over the waters and God said let there be light and there was light was it not Moses that wrote this? How could Moses write this when there was no man yet alive when all of this was happening? This was because when God hid him and showed him the hindersides of God Almighty, this was when Moses got the download of in the beginning. God created and he was able to pen things down that he was not physically alive to be able to see himself because there's revelation in the hiding. Well, yes, the hiding place is where he gives you revelation for your situation. Did you get that? The hiding place is where he gives you revelation for your situation. Ah, uh, he's hiding you to get the bad bits out of you before exposure. The limelight is unforgiving. When the spotlight is on you, I said this earlier, it's just to expose. It does not just expose what you want exposed, it also exposes things you do not necessarily want exposed. The wilderness is a blessing. God. David learned to trust God in hiding. David learned to deal with the enemy when there was no audience. Uh, David was forgotten, hidden, Uh, yes, because when they forget you, they actually hiding you, but it's on purpose and for purpose. He was hidden because it was not yet time. Can I tell somebody this Sunday morning, the hiding is not forever. So Moses, we go back to our text as we start to bring this thing down. Moses' mother hid him on purpose and for purpose. She hid him to protect him. She hid him to provide for him. She hid him to prepare him. (laughs) But there came a time when she could hide him no more, there will come a time when you cannot be hidden anymore. Moses could no longer be hidden, so his mother had to let go and let God. She had to place him in the hands of God. There comes a time when you can no longer hide God's hand upon your life. You can't hide it by yourself anymore. You too must place it in the hands of God and say, do with it what you will. Okay, I've been trying to manage it by myself. Now it's up to you to keep it or not. Let go and let God. Moses was placed in an ark and put in the river, put in the hands of God. Then the daughter of Pharaoh stumbled upon him and had compassion on him and sought to preserve his life but she needed somebody to help her with this so um, Moses' older sister that had been watching rushed out to meet Pharaoh's daughter and said that I can help her and she brought Moses' mother to Pharaoh's daughter and Pharaoh's daughter said help me take care of this child and I will pay you wages for taking care of this child. So Moses' mother started getting paid for what she would have done for free. Can I prophesy to somebody that God is about to bring you out of hiding into the limelight? And people are going to pay you for what you would have gladly done for free. Oh, you don't sound like you believe it. If you believe it, shout amen. So, she now raised Moses. The mother of Moses got to raise Moses under diplomatic immunity. Others were getting killed all around. But Moses was preserved. Ay, 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 and then when he was of age, he was released into Pharaoh's house. Now Moses had a challenge because Moses was obviously being taught as he was grown, being, being trained by his mother that he was a Hebrew, that he was, he was of the, Jew, the the Israelite nation. But now he's in Pharaoh's house and he's being trained and taught that he's an Egyptian. So he now has an identity crisis. He is Hebrew, but he's also Egyptian. Amazing. Maybe in his youth, Moses thought, I'm living the life. I've got all the the, the beatitudes, all the beautiful things of life, all the luxuries and privileges of being Pharaoh's uh, uh, grandson, if you like. Oh my goodness, he was living the life. But at the same time, he had the contradiction inside of him, knowing that he was a Hebrew of Hebrews. and This is very much like us, because uh, we too, and a whole lot of you under the sun, of my voice, uh, even though you might be second, third generation British, uh, sometimes uh, when you look into your history, you realize that actually my grandparents, uh, my parent was from somewhere else. Uh, is, am I talking to anybody this Sunday morning? But now you're British, uh, so you something else and you British, uh, and sometimes you're confused, uh, which one am I? Am I Nigerian or am I British? Am I uh, Zimbabwean or am I British? Uh, am I Ugandan or am I? You, you understand what I'm talking about. So you have this conflict within you. But I'm not even really too interested about that conflict. We have a bigger conflict of identity crisis because uh, Jesus says uh, that if any man be in Christ, uh, he's a new creation. Uh, you are now a new creation. You are seated with Christ in heavenly places, uh, but you are still walking on the earth. Uh, so you are a Hebrew, but you are an Egyptian. Just like Moses was a Hebrew and an Egyptian. But guess what? Uh, God was actually hiding Moses in Pharaoh's palace. You see, Moses thought his hiding was over, that his hiding was only as a child in his mother's house. But actually, even the entry into Pharaoh's palace was yet another level of hiding. Is it possible that where you are now that you think is already a spotlight, is already a position of notoriety, is actually yet another level of hiding? Because God has a greater purpose than even where you are right now. And so the conflict of personalities came to a head when Moses was out on the street and he saw an Egyptian abusing an Israelite. This was an outward picture of the inward contention that Moses had. The Egyptian is trying to kill the Israelite in me, the flesh is trying to kill the spirit in me. Moses could hide no more. He jumped up and he killed the Egyptian and buried him to hide him. A few days later, he found out two Israelites were fighting. He tried to bring peace and they said that, will you kill us? Like you killed the Egyptian the other day. So he knew that his secret was not hidden. (laughs) Whoo! And the news got to Pharaoh. Pharaoh started to look for him. What happened? Moses ran into the wilderness to hide. Another level of hiding. He met Jephro. He married his wife. He was in hiding. But the hiding was on purpose and for purpose. It was in the wilderness that he met The burning bush that was being burning but yet was not consumed. All of this was training for reigning. It was in the wilderness that he caught a revelation, a revelation in hiding. Now the hiding was over and God sent Moses back to Egypt to deliver Israel. While there was still an arrest warrant out for Moses, sent him back to deliver his people. Can I tell somebody this Sunday morning, God is sending you back into that sector. God is sending you up that mountain of media, up that mountain of arts and culture, up that mountain of education. He's sending you into that, 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 that mountain of, 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 of music. He's sending you back in to deliver his people. The hiding is over. No longer hidden. I came to teach and preach somebody out of hiding today and into the spotlight. Ah, Your gift is about to make room for you and bring you before kings and not mermens, not before abusers and users. Esther could no longer be hidden in the king's palace for she was there for such a time as the deliverance of the Israelites. Does anybody hear me what I'm saying? David could no longer be hidden in. In the wilderness because there was a Goliath that needed defeating on the battlefield. Daniel could no longer be hidden in the king's court because there were prophetic revelations that needed decoding. Joseph could no longer be hidden in Potiphar's house or even in the prison because there was a prime ministerial position that he was meant to occupy. Gideon could no longer be hidden in the wine pressed, threshing wheat because there was an Israel that needed deliverance from the Midianites. Elisha could no longer be hidden under the shadow of Elijah because there was a double anointing that was waiting for a carrier. Deborah could no longer be hidden because there was a people that needed leading. Can I preach it the way I feel it? You can no longer be hidden because there's Question to which you are the answer. Jesus, our Lord, could no longer be hidden in Mary's house or Joseph's carpenter's shop ah, because there was a world that needed to be saved, a cross that needed a sacrificial lamb to hang upon it. If you are glad that Jesus did not remain hidden, can you go ahead? And give God the praise this Sunday morning and realize that you too have been called not to be hidden, but to arise and to shine. No more hidden figures. There are too many histories that have been scripted and significant contributions of whole races were written out as if they played no role in the building of certain empires, kingdoms, and nations. When the Egyptians, Bible Egyptians, not talking about present-day Egyptians, write the history of their great edifices they're great cities, they're great buildings. They do not write in the contribution of the Israelites, making stones, mortar, day in, day out, building those structures. It would be as if it were the Egyptians by themselves that did it all. It hasn't changed. The world is still like that. Where the typical history written in many places Conveniently edits out inconvenient truths and the contributions of certain persons. But no more hidden figures. No longer hidden. We are rewriting history and writing in the people that were forgotten, the people that were hidden. It's too late now. There's nothing anybody can do about it. The sacrifices that were made. Now I'm grateful for my forebearers that went ahead of me and paid huge prices so that I would no longer be hidden. And most importantly, is the spiritual price that Christ paid so that you and I would no longer be hidden. No more hidden figures. Your children and people are waiting for you to no longer be hidden. Because they look for role models and they find none that looks like them. And so they wonder, is there no space for us? I tell you about my parents 50th wedding anniversary not because I'm trying to gloat but because I see the analogy there that there's an example there's a model that I can look on and say they did it somebody said in this age of disposable marriages where we feel that it doesn't work there's an example your children your people, your, your world is waiting for you to be no longer hidden. I'm so grateful that Pastor Paul is not a hidden figure. A visible model to inspire that it is possible. I thank God for the large shadow he casts. It's not to hurt you. It's to protect you. It is time. You are called to no longer be hidden, but to arise and to shine. There's a calling on your life. Father, we thank you. We give you the praise. We give you the honor. No God like you. No God like you. No God like you. Come on, tell him. As long as you want me hidden, I'm happy to be hidden. But I'm not going to stay hidden when you are calling me out. Come on, tell him now, tell him now. I will no longer be hidden when you are calling me out. And this is what I have in my spirit. I was, as I was driving to church, the Lord said it this, to me this way. He said, not all hiding is by me. Not all hiding is me hiding you or God hiding you. There is some hiding that is the devil is man. God is still able to work all things together for good, that even their hiding becomes part of your propelling into destiny. But this morning, can we take a minute and break every demonic hiding in our lives, every structure or system that has been put in position to keep you hidden. Every revisionist history that edited your people out, now in the name of Jesus, in the place of prayer, we decree and declare, no more hiding. We will no longer be hidden. Come on, one minute I want you to pray that in the name of Jesus, every demonic, every evil hiding of the enemy that's operating in your life, that's keeping you hidden in your office, that's keeping you hidden in your sector, that is keeping you hidden in your home, that is keeping you hidden in your city. In the name of Jesus, I pull off the covers. I break that hiding. I decree and declare today you are set free. I decree and declare you arise and you shine like you have never shone before in the name of Jesus your days of hiding are over in Jesus name come on can i hear praying people break it break it break it some of you have been hidden for far Too long kept down, depressed, oppressed, suppressed. I break that now in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare you step into true liberty, you emerge, you arise, and you shine in the name of Jesus. May the lines indeed fall upon you in pleasant places in the mighty name of Jesus. Walk into the liberty that there is in Christ Jesus. Jesus. Father, thank you. Father, thank you. We will no longer be hidden. We arise and we shine. House on the Rock London. You will no longer be hidden. You arise and you shine. The hiding was for a time. It was for a purpose. But that time is over. Now it is time for your emergence. There is a shift. There is a lifting. I prophesy your emergence. I decree and declare. Your gift will make room for you. It will bring you before kings and not abusers and users. In the name of Jesus. Now prosperity arises and supplies for your righteous righteous cause in the name of Jesus I decree and declare the windows of heaven are manifestly opened with evidence and proof and manifestations in your life in the name of Jesus Esther's are rising Mordecai's are rising Daniel's are rising Joseph's are rising David's are rising Paul's are rising Arise Timothy arise, arise and shine. For now, it is high time. The time has come that we awake out of sleep and that we arise out of the dead, for Christ will give us light. No longer hidden. You're called to arise and to shine. If you are out there and you aren't born again, you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You are in a precarious situation. You'll just be struggling and struggling. And particularly, and I'm not talking about the earthly struggle. I'm talking about the certainty of eternity. So if you're ready this morning, please repeat these words of prayer after me. Lord Jesus, thank you for the price that you paid. Thank you for no longer being hidden thank you for taking my place today I repent of my sin I believe with my heart I confess with my mouth that you are my Lord and my Savior and by faith therefore I am a new creation Amen and amen. If you pray that prayer, you are indeed saved. You are indeed a new creation. You are born again, and we are so elated to welcome you into the body of Christ. We want to help you to grow into maturity as a son of God, so please direct message us on any of our social media platforms, contact us on any of the details that are on the screen, and let's get beside you to grow in the Lord. It's imperative that you are planted in the house of the Lord. It is necessary for your growth. You can't just be anywhere, everywhere. You've got to be planted somewhere where you are growing and where you are flourishing in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. God bless you all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We hope you've enjoyed this uplifting sermon from House on the Rock Church, the London Lighthouse. We hope you've been informed and inspired. Join us for services every Wednesday and Sunday. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook at H O T R London. Also, live stream our services on YouTube at HOTR London. For more information, visit our website on hotr.org.uk.